This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's the Undercard. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy. Welcome to the Undercard, episode 260. 260, we'll take it. I think. Uh, it's sighting week in the Detroit area. So, uh, UFC's back in town. It's the first time it's been back since UFC 123. I had to go look that up. Uh, November 20th, 2010, the Palace of Auburn Hills. Total gate was $2 million uh, and $100,000 was the gate. Uh, so we don't get them often. And before that, uh, UFC 9 in Metro Detroit. You remember the history of UFC. That's the one where... The state messed everything up, and it was just a bad UFC, UFC 9. So UFC 123, and welcome to UFC this week at uh, the LCA, Little Caesars Arena. So I'm sure we'll talk about that, especially with Cody, and I do know Mo from Michigan Top Teams coming in, and who knows what will happen. So we also have a very special guest on in about 10 minutes. We have uh, Lynn Stevens. From uh, Stars and Stripes. Stars and Strikes. Stars and Strikes, sorry. Well, I'm so patriotic, it just comes out. Stars yep. and Stripes. Stars and Strikes, um, who just got a huge victory. And this was uh, coming, what, three weeks ago now, I think, three? Uh, it was about three three weeks ago because we were off last week. But she's coming off a, a good victory, and we're going to talk to her about her victory and our future in the sport. At WXC 70. Yes, correct. So, But we took last week off. It was Thanksgiving. I don't think we've ever taken Thanksgiving Day week off, but we decided, you know, we're in year five. We're going to do what we want. We took it off, and a lot has happened. So let's start off with the undercard uh, good news. So we had the privilege of being down in Columbus, Ohio, for some of the best fights thrown by uh, Troy Speakman. And it was announced that Arnold uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be entering into um, this three-day, maybe four-day contest. Anyone can uh, enter, almost kind of like tough man pro. Like a tournament. Yep, called Terminator Boxing. This is going to be happening during the Terminator. Arnold. Not only that, there's three other events that I can't mention yet because they um, are being still talked about and I get in a lot of trouble. But Terminator Boxing I can talk about. Another reason to go down to the Arnold, first week in March, Columbus, Ohio. And it pains me to say that because U of M got beat by Ohio State again. But go down to Columbus, Ohio. And uh, if you're into fitness, if you like running – if you like vitamin supplements, if you like any of that, be there. But I do know our ring girls um, who have been a big part of the the Arnold 
in the past uh, will be even a bigger part of the Arnold going into the future. So that's a very exciting news on the undercard front. Where's Jimmy, you might be asking. Jimmy uh, is in Wisconsin. Are people asking? Uh, well, I'm just, you know, maybe somebody's asking. They were uh, like, where were we last week? <laughs> right. Jimmy uh, is not here today, um, but he'll be back next week. And then uh, Cody is uh, being as typical Cody late, you know, the rock star. Just going to rock it but and I roll it. like five minutes away. Yeah, but he's busy and the UFC's in town Whatever. and all that stuff. But uh, Thanksgiving, man, because it's a, it's a four-day weekend. Everyone treats it as a four-day weekend. I still don't feel ready to go like Tuesday, Wednesday. It just doesn't feel like a, a week yet for me to get going. And, you know, I'm sure everybody else in America feels the exact same way. It's just it's just a slow holiday. Great holiday. Because you, there's no gift giving. There's no pressure. You're typically with the ones you really love. You're eating turkey, which if if the turkey is moist and done correctly, it's the best thing possibly you could serve next to prime rib maybe. Uh, but it takes a while for America to get going. But the one thing I have noticed, and I'm going to pull up a few things here really quick. So as we were saying, it's not like every day. The Detroit area gets the UFC. It just, you know, when we get it, we get it. When we don't, we don't. Um, I go on uh, debtnews.com, which is a small publication called the Detroit News. And on the front page, you got the Lions. Uh, Pistons, by the way, are doing very well. They can't draw worth a darn, but uh, they get second coverage. So we're Tuesday into a fight week. And I scroll down. Uh, U of M baseball or basketball. Sorry, not baseball. Nothing. So, all right. So we're going to go off to the side here and we are going to select sports. All right. Lions. Uh, Drumming for the Pistons. UM Strike Harris. CBS Tigers. Kinsler, Kinsler uh, top trade candidate. U of M a lock for the Outback Bowl. That's actually pretty disappointing. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Michigan State. Uh, da, 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 da. Lions, EMU. And I'm doing this on purpose, so if, it, if, if it's bad radio. Uh, guess what? I just scrolled the whole freaking sports page on Debt News. There's not one thing about the UFC being in town. All right, so let's go. And I'm Rochelle. Verify. Scrolling down, you see anything UFC there? Nothing. This is freaking ridiculous, by the way. All right, so let's go to the Freep, which is uh, for people that listen away from the Metro Detroit area. That is the Detroit Free Press, the more liberal of the two uh, newspapers. I don't know if even Rochelle knew that. Um, front page, uh, Conyers is having some problems. Uh, Corktown Bar calls it quits, uh, less than a year. Nice pop-up ads too, good. Just absolutely just, um, McDonald's worker in Detroit diagnosed with, uh, something not good. 
Arby's employees capture armed robbery suspect. Two Michigan horses fatally shot on family farm. Seven mile to get an eight mile, a million dollar makeover. And Silverdome going to get um, imploded on Sunday. I had a funny joke about that earlier, but Rochelle didn't laugh, so I'm not going to tell it on the air. The whole idea was that if the Lions were still playing there, that there's no way that that thing would implode and touch down. Get touched down. You said it anyway. I said it anyways. All right, so that's the front page of thefreep.com. Let's move to the sports section of it here. And uh, MSU, Lions. Uh, U of M. Pistons, Silverdome, MSU, Lions. A lawsuit from the widow of uh, Fidridge tossed. Um, where is Tanya Harding now? And nothing. So those are our two main uh, print sources. Nothing about the UFC. Now, let me give it to you as straight as I can. One, the UFC doesn't do a good job with local media. They never have, never – they just don't. But second off – the days of the newspapers actually covering events and it not being wire services or or so local it's ridiculous. Like I mean there's nothing national that I would care about looking through a sports page. This is an embarrassment that the Free Press and the Detroit News have nothing on this UFC event. Which makes me think and I'm not a huge news watcher, but I'm going to say that Two, four, and seven, the locals probably haven't given the UFC any press. Tomorrow's an open workout. Uh, I like to call the place where the open workout is the State Theater still, but it is no longer the State Theater. It is the Fillmore Theater. That's at 5 o'clock. I think that's going to be a great indicator of any local media coverage. You'll have the national guys there. But the local people, I mean, if we, if we want more UFC events, if we want uh, bigger fights, if we want anything, um, it's got to pick up, you know. And, and so uh, Mike, uh, Mike B., who uh, kind of mentored me a little bit, uh, wrote for boxing. He's no longer there. Uh you know, it, it was going to be somebody hired W9 to write about this, but we're on a Tuesday of fight week, Sunday. There's some good stories in there. Amanda Bobby Cooper, local girl, fighting local. There's a story. Um, I don't know. Alistair Overeem uh, is a, a probably decent story at a local um, not at a local level, but, you know, guy's been now a veteran, kickboxing. I mean, you could Pick apart this card any way you want, uh, Max uh, fighting anything you want, and write a story. And, and here's our two papers, the Detroit Free Press, Freep.com, and Detroit News, Debt News, not covering anything. And, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, you know, it, 
it's it's exactly why newspapers aren't successful anymore. Now, if I wanted to know something about UFC Detroit, I would Google it. First thing that comes up is probably a blogger. And I started off blogging, so I, I can't rip on it too much. And I ended up at fightnews.com, which is a reputable source, fall, fell into it. So, you know, but the way the news has changed – these newspapers didn't adapt. Um, I'm not saying UFC's top four sports, but it's better than um, I don't know. It's probably just under the Silverdome exploding on Sunday, uh, which they have ways to watch. By the way, Rochelle, um, let's see, let's see what the uh, really quickly before we go to our first uh, guest here. Um, do, 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 do. What, what, what do you think the ways to watch? A start time and public viewing procedure has been set for a Sunday morning explosion that will kick off the year-long demolition of the Pontiac Silverdome. Year-long? Year-long. The city of Pontiac announced Tuesday that the small explosion – small explosion. It's a big place. Is this going to suck? The small explosion. I am Maggie Googler, blogger and DIY. I was movie. like, who's here? Here today is my friends at Wayfair bringing you Mandy's rules What is that? Not only are you not covering – Find a style that you love. <laughs> not only do you guys not Dance cover switches. shit that matters, um, you don't have you have annoying pop up ads. Okay, so the city of Pontiac announced Tuesday that the small explosion—that's a big place. So I'm already concerned. I'm not going to get my fireworks I wanted. Is scheduled to happen inside the Silverdome at 8:30 a.m. Sunday. The blast is needed to break metal beams on the perimeter of the stadium that once kept its roof inflated. That's right. The roof's been not inflated for a long time. There will be a viewing area for the public to witness the explosion. The area is at the Water Resources Commission's parking lot at 155 North Opdyke Road, situated at the southwest corner of North Opdyke and south of M59. All vehicles must be parked in the lot by 8.15 a.m., city officials said. There will be signs and people to direct motorists into the lot. A portion of the parking lot will be also be available for tailgating. <laughs> tailgating a demolition. It's going to be a very visible explosion, said Crystal Williams, a publicity coordinator for the event. There will be a blast. There will be smoke. So you will be able to catch all that. Good job, Crystal. They hired a publicity coordinator. <laughs> to get that. <laughs> There'll be smoke. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 exactly. There'll be explosions. There will be a blast. There will be smoke. So you'll be able to catch all that. So anyways, Brad Snyder's going to be a publicity coordinator for UFC really quick. There'll be fights. There'll be knockouts. There'll be blood. So you can get all that. I'll see you on Saturday. And then, you know what? Don't party too hard because uh, wake up early and uh, get to Pontiac. Which, I mean, come on. <laughs> The the whole reason for Metro Detroiters, especially around Royal Oak and South, of not ever wanting to go to the Palace of Auburn Hills or Pontiac Silverdome is the drive. I don't think the explosion is going to get me down there. Do you remember when the Hudson's building was exploded? No. Okay, so the Hudson's building, which uh, was downtown, which everybody remembers as being like the the crown jewel of shopping. 
one of my first jobs ever was at Hudson's. And so everybody would always marvel how great it was before we went to the mall situation with Northland and the other malls. But so they imploded it. And um, I worked at Hudson's and I was given the opportunity to go down there and breathe in that asbestos and everything that was going through the air. And uh, I didn't. I watched on TV and I just remember the people that were covering it were absolutely covered in like dust and stuff. And I'm convinced it it took years off their lives. Like, I mean, it just like went – I mean, I should look that up really quick. I feel bad because we got a guest – We'll look it up on the backside, but you got to see this explosion. It just like the, the it went down downtown, and you had like uh, you had like the journalist, and they were just completely covered in dust, knowing that um, that you know they were going to uh, yeah I don't know I gotta get you the phone number. Hold on, I'm getting you. The phone God, it's cold in here. Yeah, so there's no heat in the studio, so it's like the the good old days when we started off at the Russell. At that place? Yeah. I'm about ready to go get my coat. There's a heater, but it's in the green room for the guest. Not us. For those so many guests out there. All right. Ready? Let's do it. Hello. Hello. Uh, is this Lynn Stevens? Yes, it is. Hi, this is Brad. You're live on the undercard. How are you today? Awesome. Very good. How are you? Good. So uh, we were going to have you on a couple weeks ago, and then we realized we weren't on last week. So um, my deep my deep apologies about that. But uh, you're a ranked fighter out of Michigan, uh, straw weight. Not only that, you fight out of stars and strikes. Uh, yes. Your amateur record is 2-0-0, correct? Two wins currently? Yes. All right. Yep. And you just got off a, a big win against uh, – if I pronounce her name wrong, I apologize too. But Dana Chrissy, and uh, it was a split decision. So let's let's talk first off about WXC seventy. Um, tough battle. Uh, how did how did you see that fight going? Um, yeah, it was a really tough battle. Um, I knew that she was going to be strong. I mean, I, I just by her, um, you know, her her body and stuff like that. I I knew she was going to be pretty tough. Um, but, uh, yeah, it definitely was a battle. I, I didn't expect it to go to uh, a split decision or even a third round, but, um, it did. And I learned a lot from it and, uh, I have a lot of respect for her for sure. Now, how did you get involved in MMA? How, what, what got you to stars and strikes or when did you think that MMA was something that you'd be interested in? Um, you know, I always had a love for, uh, martial arts in general, my, uh, father was actually a brown belt and a keto um and i had some family members that were in it as well so i I was naturally drawn to it but i think being my dad's uh only daughter he was concerned kind of for my safety and stuff like that so i i kind of went a different route um and i ended up becoming a competitive uh, gymnast um but there's some other reasons too why i got into martial arts i also was um in an unhealthy relationship for a long time 
Um, I'm a domestic violence survivor. So, um, you know, when I got older and stuff like that, um, I decided that, you know, I wanted to learn how to defend myself and kind of, uh, show my daughters that I could, um, that I could be strong and stuff like that. So, um, I, I went to SFS. That's where I started at, um, uh, with James Gray. Um, and I was there for two years and then I took a little bit of time off and then I, uh, uh, transferred over to Stars and Strikes, where I am now. Now, you were talking about being a gymnast, and I think something that's very um, underrated in rolling in jiu-jitsu is the equilibrium because uh, when you when you roll, people don't realize that your equilibrium, just doing a somersault or something like that, your equilibrium, it, it kind of it disorients. you got to be a person that's able to 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 roll and then like come back out and kind of know. Do you think gymnastics does help you at all with rolling and stuff? Because there are different situations in which you're not in a normal predicament of being like north to south. Is it is it something that you're able to take as a skill set? Oh yes, for sure. Um, I, I agree a hundred percent. I actually, I, I'm not for sure people know this, but um, I believe Dana is a gymnast too, or, or was a former gymnast. So I believe that like, yeah, both of our flexibility, um, benefited, uh, benefited us in certain times of the fight. If you notice, like when I was mounting her, she was doing a good job of, of getting her legs over and making it, uh, very difficult for me to do much damage. So, um, and then also, you know, yeah, I feel like my jujitsu, I probably, um, because of my gymnastic background, um, I'm, I'm I do better at, for sure. Now, the other thing, too, that makes this win such a strong win is that Dana's been working with the uh, the Gracie Academy of Michigan for a long time, and they've waited for her to debut. They didn't know if she was going to do jiu-jitsu tournaments. They didn't know if she was going to do MMA. So it wasn't like your typical pro debut that was rushed. Dana has been working uh, with her husband and uh, Dr. Gomez for a while. And it was quite the fight, you know, not quite fight of the night, but one of the better fights of the night. Um, What were you able to take away from the fight? What did you learn that you need to work on? Oh, so much. I mean, I've just, you know, I kind of beat myself up um, about it at first, but I I wanted to try to stay positive. I didn't want to be too negative or critical on myself because I don't feel like you can like really grow or learn from that. Um, you know, I knew she was going to be tough, but I, I, you know, I just, I was disappointed in myself because I thought I might be able to, you know, finish. I wanted to finish her and it didn't, it didn't happen. But, um, uh, a lot of it just, you know, I didn't fight for two years. So that, that layoff, like, um, I think affected me. My nerves obviously affected me. Um, I feel like, you know, I can go probably 15 uh, rounds of kickboxing or, you know, 15 rounds on the ground, but um, the up and down definitely played a factor with, with my uh, cardio and stuff like that. But, I mean, there's a ton. I, I, the list could go on and on. I constantly am looking to improve in, in all areas. So, And you, yeah. were t- you were talking about the transition from uh, Scorpion Fighting Systems to uh, Stars and Strikes, but that's not the only reason that there was a two-year layoff. You had a lot of fights that were canceled there for a while, wasn't it? Like you, yeah. Things were scheduled and it just didn't come about. How, how difficult is that to, to get ready, sell tickets, 
not have it happen. Got to apologize to everybody. I mean, you had a string of it that I mean, it, it's part of the fight game, but it seemed like you had about four yeah. or five in a row. Yeah, it was definitely uh, very frustrating. Um, you know, cause you do go through so much in preparing for a fight. I mean, it's, um, a mental game, you know, the, you know, you're dieting, you're training, you know, hard, you're trying to sell tickets. Um, you know, yeah. So it definitely is, uh, difficult and disappointing, but you know, you just have to keep going, you know, now, now SFS and uh, M, uh, MTT, Michigan top team, they have this huge rivalry going. But I don't really hear, like, of Stars and Strikes having a rivalry. Is, is there a gym out there that you guys dislike? Or are you guys just, like, kind of, like, Stars and Strikes and just kind of mellow? Yeah, just kind of focusing on our fighters and what we're going to do. I, I, you know... Um, try to be like most politically correct, you know, for I do anyways. Um, but no, I don't have any issues with any gym. I respect for everybody and every fighter there is out there. That, that's what it seems like with stars and strikes. I mean, it, it's, it's different because in Michigan uh, and Mo from Michigan top team just joined us here. Uh, Mo will tell you like everybody, you know, I don't want to call them couch quarterbacks or something, but everybody's like always critiquing somebody. Or always demanding a fight, like, oh, I want to fight this guy next, you know, and it, it makes no sense, but they're just calling him out on World of Fighters or something stupid. And uh, it seems like you guys are just a little bit more laid back about it um, in doing it. So what's the next step? How soon will we see you in the cage? Um, and what what are you looking to develop in your uh, amateur career? Um, you know, I, at first I kind of was like, wanted to jump right back in. I was like, okay, well, I got that cage rest off. Let, let's, let's do it again because I definitely don't feel like I performed to the best of my ability at all. Um, so I, I wanted to get in there right away, but then I, I really had to step back and look that, you know, the holidays are coming up and uh, my children really deserve my time and I want to be able to enjoy it and the food, you know, so I'll still be training. Um, I, I went right back to training like two days after, after my fight and I've uh, been pretty much training um, hard ever since. So I'm still going to be preparing as though I have a fight coming up soon, but I probably won't do anything until, um, I'd say, uh, beginning of February is probably what I'm going to shoot for. Um, I would like to have definitely, um, a few more amateur fights, especially because, um, my last fight didn't really go exactly how I wanted it to, but, uh, the ultimate goal is definitely to one day become a professional fighter, you know, that's no. the ultimate goal. Now, women's MMA, you could almost argue, is just as big as men's MMA, especially on a national level. Uh, Ronda got it there, but now with uh, Thug Rose and everything, I mean, uh, there's there's a lot of big superstars. Who do you look to on the national scene as an idol or somebody that you're like, you know, that's the person that I enjoy watching? Um, Is there somebody out there? There's so many different people because, like I said, I have, uh, you know, respect for every single martial artist there is out there. But, um, I mean, probably Michelle Watterson because she's also a mom and I realized, you know, you know what she has to go through. Um, uh, Thug Rose is always, I've always been a huge fan of, um, but you know, like people that inspire me don't even have to be like, um, martial artists, you know, it's just, you know, everyday people, somebody that's struggling or going through or overcoming something. I mean, they're inspirational to me, you know, so. Well, awesome. Well, we want to thank you, uh, 
And your your name's Lindsay. How did you get the nickname Lens? Was it a family and something that stuck with you, or was it something to give yeah, to you just, later in life? Everybody just, you know, close people always call me Lens. It's, you know, it's kind of like you probably sometimes go by Brad or um, uh, Michael goes by Mike. It's just um, something that just stuck. People started calling me, and yeah, I've been using that ever since. You said you respect all martial artists. Does that include Steven Seagal? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I would say so. <laughs> okay, what about Van Damme and Double Impact? <laughs> well, anybody that is trained in any form of martial arts, just the fact that they're, um, you know, they're putting their body through that and uh, the mental state and everything like that, I think anybody deserves respect for for doing that. I it's think I deserve the respect for sitting through Double Impact, actually, as a theater and as a kid. <laughs> that movie was horrible. That's the one where he plays two twin brothers. You yeah, watch it on Netflix and you tell me if you still respect Van Damme after Double Impact. And then we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> All, right? All right? All right. You have a good one. Where can everyone follow you on social media, your career and everything like that? Do you got a fan page, Instagram, anywhere you want uh, people to follow your career? Um, right now, I only currently have Facebook, but I'm in the process of getting Instagram and Twitter and all that. So, All right. So just looking up on fa- Facebook at Lynn Stevens. Thank you so much. You have a great one. Thank you. You too. All right. We are joined by Mo from Michigan Top Team. If I pronounce your name wrong, I pronounce Mo El Shatri. Yeah, that's perfect. God, nailed it. Look at this. I'm on fire that's this week. not a week. hard one. Sometimes. A lot of people struggle with it. Really? Thank yeah, you. a lot of people struggle with it. I don't know why. To me, it's <laughs> I easy. Don't I don't know why, but it's easy to me. We were just talking about the event you fought at, too. Um, uh, so we were talking to Lynn Stevens, who fought somebody from uh, Hoist Gracie Academy and uh, uh, Dana Christie, was it? And uh, you had a split decision against Brandon McLaughlin. And good fight. Really good fight. Um, that's the best I've seen, Brandon. I thought you were going to run away with it. Um, but you, this is just my observations, and we'll talk about the fight. So Brandon is right in front of me too. Brandon was trying to do a, a rear naked choke on you. Yes, sir. You relaxed. You closed your eyes. You just like kind of sat there for a little bit. You let his arms get wobbly. You were probably in it for a good 30 seconds, but he never had it 100% locked. No. And you let him tire himself out, and then that was the game changer, I thought, because uh, he he was determined that he thought he had that locked. Tell tell me what's going through your head. Was that round two or round uh, it was one? Round, it was round two. Um, I've, I've been in that position. I trained downstairs at Detroit Jiu-Jitsu, and I've been in that position – I, mean, I literally start in that position sometimes, you know, getting ready for a fight. They'll pull me because it, it all started. Um, you know, I started really, really focusing on my ground a lot more when I fought Connor Cuppy, you know, just knowing he's a ground guy. So I've been I've been working ever since, you know, but, man, I get underestimated every time. At that point uh, with Brandon, you know, I, I got put in that position, and um, I just had to make sure that I had my head on the right side. You know, it's, it's all it's all technique. You know, I had my, my chin tucked a certain way. And once I was there, I was fine. And, you know, I, I was punching him because, you know, every time I'd get double you know, or he'd get double underhooks, I knew there was no choke because I had both his hands wrapped. I'd start punching him in the face. And then I know eventually he's going to go for a choke. So whichever hand goes first, that's the one I have to protect. You know, I got to go with it. It's a whole, you know, just a whole technique behind it. And, um, and I've been there a million times, you know, it, 
I didn't, he didn't have me for a second. I was fine. And he was squeezing and I heard, and we were in his corner and I heard Don screaming, you got it. Keep squeezing, keep squeezing. And I was just like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, keep squeezing, keep squeezing. And he started breathing really heavy. He was squeezing, squeezing. And then I hear deep breaths, deep breaths. And I could feel his stomach on my back. And I was like, oh man, (laughs) right? this is stupid. (laughs) I was going to sit here and. It was it was bad corner advice because it wasn't quite there, but also how relaxed you were, I think made Brandon think it was there because you know typically a fighter will go limp or or, but you were so relaxed, no panic whatsoever, that maybe that led into Brandon thinking it was locked too because like I mean you literally you were so relaxed that I was scared because I'm I'm looking at you and I know you're okay. But I'm scared the ref's going to stop it thinking something's wrong, you know. So you're in that weird predicament where you got to let the ref know you're okay, but you're just you're, – you're doing your thing on your ground game. Yeah, so um, I, I didn't want to move my hands because, you know, just in case it got deep or anything because I had my hands positioned where, you know, I was stopping the choke. So I was holding on and I was fine. I was relaxed and I was um, – and I was just waiting and I, and I saw Vance – Almost jump in, and you see him in the video. If you watch, if you watch the video, you see Vance get on one knee and come close to us. And man, it was awkward because I made, I was making eye contact with Vance, and I have a, a naked man on my back, and it was weird <laughs> for a second. I was just like, the Vance, like, don't fucking touch me. Like, I just look, I just looked at him, and he like, like you. If you watch it in the video, you can't see my face, but you can see Vance get on one knee. And then slowly start backing up. And I, I think it, it, if he would have stopped the fight there, I would have fist fought him in the cage. <laughs> right. I was fine. I was good. But I did make eye contact with Vance. Like, like don't get anywhere near me. Like, I am fine. I am, I'm waiting for him to gas out. And he did. So, and, and, and yeah, and Vance, you know, you see Vance get close and then he stops and like starts, you know, getting off his knee. He's just sitting there watching us, you know, making sure we don't do anything else illegal. But yeah, it, yeah. It was I was I was really hoping he does not stop that fight. <laughs> My favorite part of you as a fighter though is you know what I, I compare it almost to somebody that throws an unbelievable fastball like a Verlander or something. Your kicks echo through arenas and gyms. When you make contact with uh, when you're when you're kicking either their legs or you're going high or anything like that, they're thunderous, dude. It's like a fastball hitting a catcher's mitt. It, it, we don't hear it too often. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more of that. That's exciting to you, but you know the you, you kind of fed off what Brandon was giving you, and you fought a good fight. Did you did you think it was that close a split decision, or did you think that you had it? Um, I thought the first round was a ten eight round. I think I dropped him. Uh, I think I dropped him twice and almost finished him three times. Um, on on one one section when I was ground and pounding him on, on his, in his corner. I, every time I hit him, I would see hit like I would, it was hurting him, you know. And and he was slow to get up when Vance broke us back up. And um, I think I I thought the first round was a ten eight round. Uh, second round was definitely a ten nine round for him. He didn't do a lot of damage, but he was on my back the whole time. Um, third round was re- was very close, but I I like in my heart as soon as that fight finished, because of where we were, I thought I won that round. He controlled a minute and if you watch the video, a minute and twenty seconds of that round out of five minutes. You know, for the rest of it on the stand up, he wasn't doing anything. He he landed one good punch that you know split my eye open, and um, that was it. That was literally it. I was landing my you know I was landing my shots. I I so I was trying to stay away from the from the kicks because that's when you get taken down against a wrestler. They catch kicks, and that's what I did. That's how I got taken down in the second round. I threw a lazy kick. I threw one. It landed. I threw the second one a little bit higher. You know, he was expecting it low, so he didn't shoot. 
I threw the third one to the body. He caught it and took me down. And you see how the second round ended up. And that's what I was trying to avoid the whole time. You know, the whole training camp, we were thinking, you know, low round kicks, uh, nothing, uh, you know, nothing above the waist because the low ones you can snap back faster. And plus, if, you know, if his legs are hurt and he's not going to shoot. So we were focused on low round kicks and that's it. You know, I got, I got selfish a little bit and threw a couple of high kicks. I, I have to, it's, it's just in me, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to kick somebody in the head. That's that's my game plan every fight. Now, who's out there for you? I mean, the the Cuppy thing was so overhyped, and then uh, the McLaughlin thing was just because of the history of the gyms and stuff like that. It, it, yeah, I was very intrigued by it. But I mean, now who's out there that you want to challenge? I mean, there's a million organizations with a million different belts out there, but you're you're rising. You're 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 a prospect rising. Is there somebody out there that you think that you want on your resume uh in michigan or anywhere anywhere i you know i'm and i, I say this every single time i'll fight anybody anywhere anytime i say really in I michigan yes there's no one left fight. for you there's a couple of guys Oof. zach shaw's pretty good okay but we just saw uh more no 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 um god uh my mind just went blank i don't know that would be tough i guess yeah i mean stylistically yeah. yeah, I you know I mean stylistically I think it's a good fight, but um, it, it's not a fight I shy away from. Uh, I got three names in the last two days, four names in the last two days because I was just actually messaging somebody on the way here. Um, I I heard Josh Wiesel, I heard Zach Shaw, I heard Josh Shaw, and I heard David Newport. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I told both promoters, I was like, whoever signs the contract first, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm I'm always ready to go. You know, another another good fight would be Adrian. Mm-hmm. You know, Adrian's a great striker, great striker. You know, I'd love to test my striking out with somebody like that. You know, and that's yeah, that's the kicks. Your strength. I mean, if you guys both like to kick too, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I, I do like to kick, but man, I, I'm pe- people forget people forget that when I touch anybody <laughs> with my hands, you know, they automatically go down. I every, every single person I put my hands on has went down. I you that's know, because I, everyone remembers that kick at uh, Rock Financial or uh, the showplace yeah. for uh, Joe Pataglia yeah. where it just Yeah, that's uh, where it all started. That's my pro debut. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it all started. You know, everybody shies away, uh, you know, from the kicks or worries about the kicks so much, but you know, my first punch I landed on on Brandon, you know, shook him. You know, he dropped, came back up and he smiled and as soon as he smiled, I was like, you know, he he you know, he respected my hands after that. He was a little more uh cautious coming in. Um, you know, when I fought Ken Cross, you know, every time, every time I touched his chin, he was going down or going wobbly, you know, and, you know, Connor stayed away from my hands. It's just, people forget that, you know, it's not just the kicks, you know, don't, don't let me get a hand on you either. You know, I train with the best guys in the world. It's all technique too. You know, I don't throw a lot of power. I don't throw my body into everything. It's just a lot of technique. Now, uh, things are very exciting, obviously, at Michigan Top Team right now. Uh, Cody Stamen, not only has he gotten into the UFC, but um, is 2-0 in the UFC. Fought, uh, the, his last fight was against a guy that, you know, was rumored to be, you know, a top prospect, and, and Cody looked amazing. Um, Jason Fisher, there's no stories like that. You know, people aren't supposed to come back from that many injuries, that many setbacks, and still have heart. 
Um, he's struggling to get a fight because no one wants to fight Fisher, but he's a two belt champion for WXC. And then of course you got Darren and, you know, Darren's, uh, is going to be almost, you know, looked upon as like the godfather of, uh, you know, Michigan MMA, you know, the kind of the one, the one that got in. I'm not talking like Dan Severn. I'm not going back that far, but you know, uh, Darren, Darren brought like the second breed through. Tell us a little bit about the excitement at Michigan Top Team when you're just kind of like, uh, working out and just realizing there's a lot of talent. Yeah, so um, you know, I I've been around Cody and Darren um, when Darren was getting into the Ultimate Fighter, so I I've been training with them for a while. So to me, it just feels normal. But um, the the other talent, you know, Jason Fisher. Once once they combined, and uh, and I knew a lot about Jason Fisher before before we even combined with them. Um, it's just exciting, man. You know, and then you know, seeing what Cody does, we all knew we know what, cap- what Cody's capable of, but now the world sees it. And it's and it's different, you know. It's different. Everybody sees this little, you know, this little kid from Sparta, you know, yeah, being up. You know, everybody talked about, oh, you're not finding anybody. You're not doing it. You know, you're not finding anybody good. You're only finding this promotion, this and that. That promotion brought him. His last five opponents were all out of state guys, you know. And and now he's doing it in the UFC. Now everybody, all of a sudden, is quiet. You know, it's it's exciting. I love being in that in that room because we don't have uh, that top guy. Anybody can get beat up at any time at Michigan Top Team. So oh, speak of the devil. Yeah, Cody. Cody just got here. Uh, I'm just looking through uh, names. Uh, Drew Murray's back on a a kick though, and it no longer works out with you guys. Would that be a fight that could possibly happen? I mean, he, he kind of on a comeback here. Yeah. Um, he's looked better than he he's looked in a long time. I know. I know things. He's training harder and everything. That guy, him ranked higher than you, which. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, tapology, dude. I, hey. That's why I don't even come on this thing. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You're on tapology. Yeah, exactly. Tapology has um has me at ten and has Lou. Oh, you're at nine now. Oh, uh, Vessel's v- at uh, ten. Josh Vessel. What about that Lou Redneck? That's two and zero. Oh, that's ranked higher than me on one of those. I don't. I don't believe in that shit, man. <laughs> Who the fuck is Lou? I don't know. They got, Tro- <laughs> they got Troy Lamson at two. What? I swear to you, Troy Lamson at two. He's, I mean, he fought recently. Jason on Fisher should be number State. one, right? Jason Fisher is number one, yeah. so that that's the obvious one. But you're not going to fight a gym mate. No. Uh, Kyle from Canada. Uh, no. That could be a good fight. He's four. Prepolek. Yep. Uh, Zach Shaw, they have at five. Uh, Adrian the Eagle, but it seems like you guys. I don't know if that fight would happen either because of you know. It seems like you guys are enemies with Patel. I don't know. There's just certain gyms you don't see that happening. I don't, I don't see you probably fighting Adrian. Excuse you. Um, Devin, bad news, Brown. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, man. I I don't I don't know who who comes up with these to tell you the truth. Cuppy's falling down to sixteen. I mean, I do. I I know Mo Williams is a seventeen. Cuppy sucks. That is old news. <laughs> was, Who do you want to I see was, him fight next? We're we're talking. Yeah, uh, I threw out Drew Murray because Drew is on a little bit of a comeback. He he's talking Josh Beasel. He's talking uh, uh, Shaw. Shaw brothers. Yep. Who's um, Mo wants to fight? David yeah, who, who do you want to see him fight? I want Mo to fight whoever he wants to fight. But I think Drew Murray. What's Drew Murray's record? Eight and four. Yeah, but that's a. Uh, so he's won his last four. That's a worthy. That's a worthy record. I think it's a good one for you. And he's fighting better. You just, all, I mean, he really he's just, as long as you're fighting guys with winning records, who cares? Pick the easiest yeah. one, fight him. <laughs> so are we looking at like maybe? Uh, They're all easy. Are we looking at WXC Night of Champions? Is that the next show for you? Or are you looking? 
Um, when you're talking I, February. I, I have been talking to WXC. Um, I talked a little bit to KOP. I talked to DCS. But you're like, show me the money. You know? Yeah. I mean, who are, everybody wants me on the card. If you want me on the card, you know, give me an opponent that's actually Dang, you know, yes. willing to agree. You know, WXC offered me three names. They offered me Wiesel, Zach Shaw, and David Newport. And I said, yeah, whoever signs a contract first, mm-hmm. you know, let's talk business after that. So any anybody, man, as long like like Cody said, anybody, as long as you got a winning record, you know, it looks good for me. I'm, I don't want to fight, you know, a guy that's in 1 and 14 or 0 <laughs> and 10 or shit, man. Like that's a waste. It just feels like it's a waste of training camp. You know, like th- this, this fight, I had to work hard on my wrestling. I feel like I've gotten so much better. Every single fight, just because I have to work hard, you know, to beat these guys, and so whoever wants it, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I think, I, I, I think what's see. his name? Uh, what's the guy's name? He just fought Brandon. Brandon Brand- McLaughlin. Brandon McLaughlin's probably a better wrestler than any of those guys. That's the best yeah. I've seen Brandon Brandon ever fight, and he was on the losing end. That's the best I've ever seen him fight. Uh, we were talking about his mistake with the rear naked choke, just putting too much into it. A bad corner advice. So it was right there. Uh, we were talking about that. They, they thought it was in. Uh, I told them that I was scared that. I don't, I don't remember him having a neck choke. Yeah, it was for like in the second year. round. Second yeah, round. he had a he had a, a jaw crank. He was, was just like over your jaw though. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. He never yeah. really locked it in. Yeah, but that's yeah. what he was going. He for was just those. cranking. Was, you know, just sat there, waited for him to burn his burn himself out. Yeah, I just didn't. I thought he he thought he was gonna like like walk you down and take you down. Done deal, but when he couldn't take you down, he's just like, "Oh shit, what the hell? What am I doing with my feet? I don't know how to fight." Well, you, you'll probably know him within the next uh, next month, and then whoever it is, I'm I'm, I'm sure that uh, it'll be much anticipated. You guys will be ready to rock and roll. Cody's joining us. We're What's gonna up? call it Cody time. What's Half up? hour late every time, but we love it. Yeah. Uh, UFC's in town. Exciting. They are in town. Ooh, it's exciting. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, open workouts tomorrow, yep. I think. Fillmore Theater. What time are they? 5 o'clock. 5 to 7. Yep. So probably 5.30. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, who knows when they actually so, <laughs> If they're on the same time I'm on, they'll be at 6. <laughs> uh, actually, the, the UFC is pretty on the ball with the stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're not usually late. I mean, that's like a, that's a well-oiled machine. Those guys got it figured out. They've uh, they've already encountered every single problem that you could have. You know what I mean. So they're like, you get there an hour early. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no. They don't make many mistakes. So, which fights are you guys looking forward to this weekend? Uh, I want to see the guys from Michigan fight. Man and Bobby Cooper, uh, Sabah. I can't really like, try to pronounce his last name. Mo, you could probably say it. Oh, Sabah Hamasi. Hamasi. Yeah, Cooper is supposed to open the night, but I think she's down to the third match in. I think yeah. there's two matches so, ahead of her. UFC Fight Pass? Huh? She's on UFC Fight I th- Pass? She, I think still on the UFC Fight Pass. I'll have to look it up really quick. And then... Uh, Man, their opponent's been talking like Dracar. crazy shit. Did really? you see that? that girl's... Slow. You ever see that, girl's on, see that girl on Instagram? Weirdo. Well, I, I, saw, I saw her work in the mitts, and it, it, I swear to you, it looked like it was shot on like 35 millimeter film slowed Dude, down. She, she looks like a porn star on Instagram. Swear to God. <laughs> She's always naked She's on like Instagram. She's like butt-ass naked. Always. All the time. Uh, Angela like, Angela Magna, that really, that yeah, really, I, that's, I mean, exactly. that's really annoying when when chicks do that. Man, she's been talking the shit, that's dude. So she, like, I hope Amanda Bobby Cooper knocks shit. the shit out of her. Um, but yeah, she posted like the worst video I've ever seen of somebody sparring. Even uh, 
ABC even retweeted it because it looked like it was slowed down. It looked like I don't know. It looked like my twelve year old could could throw better combinations that quick. Um, so I mean, you guys both have Amanda Cooper coming out on top on that one. I, I think I think it's good yeah. for yeah. Um, what about uh, I mean, shit. It's it's almost like a women's card. You got Karate Hattie going against uh, um, the tornado herself. I mean, who do you like there? Karate Hattie. Yeah, Watterson. Yeah, because she's better looking. <laughs> she she wins before she's in the ring. Uh, and then uh, Overeem, I mean, uh, people are saying he's no longer flabby. I've not seen him yet, um, but he's a little bit more in shape again. Probably um, training in Thailand again. Dude, he's a, he's a monster. He's, he's a like big guy. He looks like a freaking basketball player. I saw him because uh, he fought in the same car as me in Vegas. I think that Francis dude's going to knock him out, though. Yeah, that dude's bad. See, he just set a world record for punching power. Francis? Yeah. No. He, like, no. That one of those, like, punch measuring things. He hit it at the UFC training center and set a world record. No one's even come close to it. Yeah. He, what was it? Uh, some crazy number. They were like, when he hit it, they were like, this can't be right. And then he hit it again and hit it harder, harder the next time. Like, holy cow. And then the main event, Holloway versus uh, Aldo. That's what I'm excited for. Um, I, I grew up watching Aldo, uh, Aldo fight, but. Dominate. Yeah, dominated, <laughs> you know, and uh, he actually, he's one of the guys that got me into the sport just watching him, <clears throat> but Holloway's a new generation. I think Holloway takes that one. Yeah, and uh, retains uh, the championship. Uh, I, I thought Aldo was, be- Aldo was beating him. In the first round of the last fight, yeah. Yeah. And then gassed. I think he got tired. And I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Depends on what he's been doing. Has he been working his butt off and trying to get the, trying to get back in shape, or did they call him on five weeks and he just came off the couch? You know what I mean? He was he was supposed to fight what two weeks from now? Yeah, two three weeks from now he's supposed to fight. Um, he was supposed to fight Ricardo Lamas. So he's been he's been training just a few weeks earlier, I guess. But I mean that does it. The, speaking of yeah, which, uh, we we got to talk about this stuff. because you guys know it. Uh, Michael uh, Bisping, uh, quick turnaround and gets knocked out again. What, what do you guys think about the quick turnaround and uh, he gets clipped again, goes down? Surprise! He was cleared to fight. Yeah. Well, out just of country. Went out last fight. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, Mission is in China. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I don't know. That should be minimum. Yeah, suspension from the first time. But uh, how much do you think that that played in the role of him getting clipped again? The problem was, is he got rear naked choked, so he didn't actually get TKO. You should get TKO. You give an automatic like thirty to sixty days suspension. He got rear naked choked and. For submissions, they don't they don't hand out. It's a mandatory seven day suspension a lot in a lot in most places. So there's a chance that he had the only had the seven day suspension, even though he did get cracked a couple times in that fight. But he actually got finished with the choke and not not getting pounded out. So that could have made a big difference. Even but, if he I goes mean, out, because he got he got yeah choked he didn't tap. out. But yeah, that's crazy. It's, different. It's, a, it's a submission. That sucks. It's a submission, so it's not a, it's not like a TKO. It's not because it's like that's like the mandate. And, you know, who knows? I don't so, know. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's it's not a good idea. But, dude, he's, what, do you just make a million bucks Yeah, in four weeks? And he'll fight or anyone. More? I mean, he's a baller. Or more? You know. So he's got one more fight. He says a retirement fight probably. Um, ideally, he probably wants it in, in Europe. Um, but let's move on to the bigger story, too, in UFC. Are, are you guys Conor McGregor'd out now? So the Bellator incident happens. And now oh, supposedly geez. he was in a bar fight. Two two non 
good situations. First off, the Bellator thing cost them New Year's Eve for UFC. So yeah. they, uh, the state of Nevada said you can't fight. Uh, as that gets investigated with him hopping the fence and doing the Bellator. Which I think, which I honestly think he was never going to fight for. Oh yeah, it seemed like thirtieth, anyways, because he would. They weren't going to meet his demands. So lift it. Oh, if you're talking to it right here, no, like in the front of it. There you go. <laughs> Not on top of it. Is that better? Yes. Yeah, it's a lot better. Can you hear me better? Yes. So you don't think they were going to come to terms anyways? No, I don't think so. I mean, he, he really is in the driver's seat. I mean, it, 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 you know, I know they're your employer and stuff, but really he can sit and wait. Everyone on the planet wants to fight that guy because he's like, he's like, you're right. Like, like he said, it's red panty night. But red panty night, you fight Conor McGregor. A bar fight. <laughs> That's happens what he said. now too. <laughs> the bar fight's caught on video. I, I watched it. You can't see much, but he, he's in a bar fight too. Do you, do you think there's the danger of people getting tired of Conor McGregor? I don't know. He's too big. I mean, he's too big of a name. Yeah, his his country's always going to support him. Yeah, yeah. His country's Irish. always going to support Irish. Him. You got in a bar fight. That's like cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, I mean, UFC fighters yeah. get in bar fights all the time. Right. A lot of most of that stuff gets pushed under the rug. They have it nothing happens. better in Ireland. Yeah, Michelle, I do is fight and watch Conor McGregor he's fight. He's the only thing, yeah. <laughs> They're always going to support him. He's always going to have his fans. Conor McGregor and more Conor McGregor. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Bellator thing was, uh, like, I don't you know. Can't do that shit. It was stupid. Mean, yeah, you can't do it's that shit. Yeah, it's just stupid. He deserved He made himself look stupid. Yeah. yeah. It was stupid. Uh, as soon as that happens, it, it, it's just like a why me moment where you're like, oh, why? You know, it's just he can be that edgy and just not do that. You know what I'm saying? And not cross the crazy. Like, I mean, that that to me was not too far away from Tyson biting in the ear with Holyfield. Like, route. you know what I'm saying? It's like you're, you're that's getting it. That's the route he's taking. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm. it's like kind of in that you're, you're kind of on that lane. Can you imagine, though? Being like regarded as like the baddest dude on the planet, and just oh, I know that kind of fame and money, and yeah. pushing yourself through any security guards. Yeah. Security guard says you can't go. And, Fuck you, right there. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm Conor McGregor, and then here comes my people. I mean, it's it's yeah. He's got more security guards than the president now. That's right. So you know, he's gonna go know. broke. I don't know, but so Dana White came out today. I don't even know who he said it to, but he he has no idea when Conor will fight again. Which is crazy because they're marketing a video game around him. You know, this 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 pushes all Connor. Like you be Connor, become a champion as Connor, do this, do that. Um, you know, it, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. You know, but there's a lot of new superstars coming up, and that's what the UFC has to embrace. You're one of them too, Cody. And it's just they gotta they gotta they need somebody else. Yep, that's why GSP came back. Like. Which is surprising kind of Conor McGregor show, but I mean Conor making that kind of money and that kind of fame. Hopefully, he starts his own promotion. He yeah. starts fighting for himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because if he does that, like everyone's going to tune into his promotion, and then big sponsors are going to get behind it, and then UFC is going to have legit competition. Now Bellator's doing a heavyweight get paid uh, tournament. Uh, would you like to see tournament formats come back? Just, uh, I mean, they've done them in boxing too. They call them super sixes and stuff in middleweights. I mean, it, it, would you would you like to maybe see that so you know that you're getting a fair shot at a championship? Yeah, at some point, yeah. I mean, it's good for fighters because it's like the best guy will fight for the title, but it's not good for fans because guys fight safe when they know they're in a tournament. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you have to fight again in six weeks. Like, it's a lot of things you don't do. You just kind of grind out wins. You see that, like, in the Balto tournament. Guys weren't really, they weren't getting a lot of finishes. You know, guys were, like, grinding out wins instead of, like, going out there and knock guys out. So, I don't know. It, it's That's kind of, that's a weird one. No, that's a <clears throat> good damn point that, like, I didn't even think of. Like, I mean, you're yeah. almost saving something in the gas tank for a fight six weeks down the road. Yeah, it's like they're, I mean, like, they, like it's like a real close, like, no one really does anything. Like, you watch both their fights, and everyone's really very exciting. A Ben Askren fight. Yeah. Although I love Ben Askren. Yeah. <laughs> but just, nothing happens. Right, nothing happens. <laughs> He's finished. Those, aren't, those aren't red panty nights. Those are, no. those are like, night to, night quill. No. Uh, but he's, like, one of the best ever. But at the same time, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the UFC does need to, like, start being a little bit more, uh, like, tournament style. Like, the guy that's winning, you know what I mean? You get a guy that has, like, something like a six-fight win streak. Like, that guy should probably get a title shot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, your job, it, I don't know, there's more to your job than just going in there and winning fights. Yeah, you got to market yourself as a you fighter, man. Yourself. Yeah. Dude, I love the reporters that always catch Dana after the event, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, this is the next fight. And you know that Dana will change his mind a few few weeks later after he talks it over and, and stuff. But there's always that, that moment where someone corners him right after a fight at the press conference, and like he'll, he'll like, no, no, that's the next fight. And then he'll go back on it. I just wonder why just at the press conference, just go, we don't know it yet, you know. And just, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But let us go back with our people and see which one makes sense. And, you know, because he's often gone back on his words from press conferences where like, oh, automatic rematch, automatic this, automatic that. And then it doesn't happen. Yeah, but if he says let's see and stuff, it doesn't make for good articles either. No, I know, but so he's giving he's giving them a little something. He's bringing you know a little more publicity, a little more to talk about. As long as you're constantly, and then then he goes back on his word, and there's like boom, this big controversy about it, (laughs) and it's like easy to market it. You know what I mean? Because everyone's already been talking about it for two months. He handles a press conference better than anyone handles a press conference. I mean, he can do it. He, He does hardly anything wrong. They, that would be the one thing I would think maybe do wrong. They built a sport from the ground in 20 years, and it's as big as any sport in the world. You know what I mean? It's Not according to the Detroit newspaper. Yeah, so they, we, did it, they did it right. We, we were ripping on the Detroit newspapers. If you go to DetroitNews.com and you go to Freep.com, you, can, you don't even know UFC's here this week, which is just bad fucking journalism. Just like it's freaking ridiculous I, and i haven't watched the news two four or seven and you gotta think that like kills us too because it, if, let's say this we i walk into that arena on saturday night and there's like 25 percent tickets sold you know what i mean like i'm thinking 40 50. they're never coming back ever i know they're never coming back to michigan That's why it took them so long the first time around yeah it's been yeah 10 it's been t- 2010 yeah gave away a lot of those tickets are because I don't know, man. I, I hope people come and show and and you know. But there's there's but articles. I know a lot of people right that are like big MMA fans, and they said they're not going. And I'm like, why? You why? think prices are too high? I don't know. I don't think they were that bad. I mean, eighty bucks to go watch a UFC fight. That's <laughs> there's tons see. of tickets. I mean, they still paid available. more than that to sit at home and watch you, them half true. the time. You, you pay Pay-per-view. fifty. You pay fifty dollars to go to an amateur fight around here, right? Yeah. Or or if you go to a bar and watch it, your tab's seventy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. It's not really that much money. Yeah, figure it out. It's, it's not that much. I I was just arguing that to for there not to be press coverage. You know, even if you you take the Amanda Bobby Cooper story and, and something small down on there, there is nothing. We went through 
both websites. That's ridiculous. We're Tuesday away from fight. Now maybe tomorrow. Let's send them some hate mail. Yeah, I, seriously. <laughs> yeah, like why don't you have one person covering it? And the LCA has not done a good job of uh, advertising it either. Well, it's the Pontiac just, Silverdome is going to be demolished, so that's what they're focusing know, on. On Sunday, you can tailgate too. For I that thought too. that thing was already demolished. So did I. Somebody told me today. I was like, oh, it's still up. I uh, thought it was gone too. No, it's happening on Sunday. I'm excited. Sometimes they're just going to demolish that. <laughs> it's supposed to take a year. Why well, just why just leave it there? <laughs> I was going to tell my joke again, the oh, second Jesus. time on, and see if they'd laugh. But I don't know if I should do it. What was your joke? I was going to say that it's lucky the lions still aren't playing in the Pontiac Silverdome because even after the explosion, it probably wouldn't touch down. <laughs> Ah. Come on, come on! Don't humor him because it's not. <laughs> what I did a I did a radio no no. I said the same joke at the same time. You can't do that. That's like rule number two or something. But we just yeah. Did but it. I What's asked. rule number one. Rule number one: You're not supposed to say the seven words you can't say. But we're a podcast. You can do whatever you want. Seven. What are the seven words you can't say? What was Fuck it? George Carlin. Uh, George Carlin. Had George Carlin. It. Yeah. What What are the seven words? We'll say them right now. What are they? Uh, seven words you can't say. Yeah, you look it up. I know a few of them. I'm probably going to get like a porn virus from looking this up. <laughs> Seven words. Seven you, can't get, you can't get the same virus twice. You're fine. But this, I mean, he did, he did that bit like, what, 25 years ago? Right. Some you can ago? say, but the weird thing is you still can't say uh, shit. Like, what? I don't know why you can't say shit. That, that one seemed like that would be the easiest one. You can't say shit. You can't say piss. You can't say fuck. You can't say cunt. You can't say cocksucker. Oh, you can't say motherfucker. And you can't say tits. That's an old religious dude. Yeah, that's you still can't say shit. You can say TV. erectile dysfunction Why? on freaking I have no idea. Yeah. Daytime television. That one's worse than the, the F word. You know, you watch Netflix, the F word's being. Uh, but those are the seven. It's the seven original words. That's fucked up. Yeah. Exactly. So there's <laughs> one. <laughs> we'll just we'll just hit a, a, a hit a bell every time uh, we, we say the word. So Cody, do you got any friends coming in uh, that aren't fighting from uh, UFC or anybody that you know? I, I have some media friends that are coming in this week. Um, do you have any friends that are coming in to check out Detroit? And what are you going to show them? <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs> he really does that. Yeah. <laughs> All my friends are in this room. Uh, no, actually, uh, my manager's coming into town, so I'm trying to show him a good time. But surprisingly, uh, you know, there weren't a lot of people like talk like talking about this event, and which is kind of annoying because it's in Detroit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like the UFC even like didn't really do as much you know what i mean i feel like i should be freaking going around like doing ticket giveaways and stuff because i live here mm-hmm. i don't do anything like that but okay. in other places yeah, yeah in other places they have like they'll do that you know what i mean in yep. vegas they'll have you, you doing all kinds of stuff but hmm now uh your manager is from where california where are you going to show them what it, what is the first place is it at coney island is it what? What? What are you going to introduce them to? to I'm going to take them to Greek Town just because that's like the only place in, in Detroit where you know we're not going to get shot. Uh, oh, that big fight was at Greek Town. The one where the guy got right stomped. in front of the in front of Trapper's Alley. Yeah, but we we're not going to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We roll deep. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> so twenty of us. <laughs> We're gonna be the guys in the video. Okay, yeah. so there's uh, there's Bazooki down there. There's Wahlburgers. There's a casino. What, what part of Greek Town? There's many different things. Are you going there for the food festivities? Uh, probably the late night festivities after the fights. All right. Probably go out there and get all kinds of weird. Maybe end up at the strip club. Bazooki. Bro- broken alone. At or is there any more besides Bazooki? Legends? I think Bazooki's the Why only one. Why are you Legends? looking at me? Is Legends, like, I know. Legends still down there? Yeah. $20 coat check. Pretty sure that's, that's where we go with Legends. I yeah. Do you always leave a, your coat in the car so you don't have to pay the $20 coat check? <sighs> I'm just saying, if I was a season pro. I've only been there a couple times, but I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> can't bring a coat. They make you charge it for like 20 bucks. Really? Creek Town. I'm trying to think where else you got to show your your manager. There's not a lot in Detroit. You got to take them to Coney Island, like at four in the morning. Island. Yeah, she's have, have them have legit Lafayette. But which one? Coney Lafayette. Lafayette. He might okay. be a little scared. People are scared of Detroit. Yeah, I was telling I was telling Kevin Lee that today. I was like, uh, he he was like, do you know any promoters for like an after party after the fight Saturday night? And I was like, yeah, but like they're like on the east side. And, like, my white friends are not going to the east side. Like, nobody I know is going to go there. Mm-hmm. People are scared of Detroit. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. I mean, after Coney Island and Greektown, that's a good one. There is nothing I would probably show my manager. Be cool to show him Royal Oak. Royal Oak is awesome. Royal good Oak's food. Cool. If, he, if Food buff. That's where to go. Yeah. Okay. There good are nightlife. Some, there are some good – I mean, there are some good food places down, but – more than likely, they'll be closed. Yeah, because it's going to be, you know, we're going to get out of the fights at. We'll figure there's there's that. There is Noel Night going down on Midtown, but that'll be over by the time you yeah, see it's over. over. Um, there's something going on at Ford Field. <sighs> what the fuck's at Ford Field the same night? There is something at Ford Field. Concert? No. Damn it. That means downtown's going to be slammed. Yeah, yeah. And I believe there's something at the Fox as well. Uber and Uber out. Good Bless it. Uber everywhere. Don't ride the queue line. Yeah, don't ride the queue line. Walk to it. I already have a, a plan of how I'm getting down there. What is that Ford Field? I got to look it up. God, that's sad that we live in a city that we're struggling to figure out where to freaking take somebody to like show them a good time. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff to show in the during the day. Yeah. But at night. Like, mm. Yeah, at night. I mean. Mm. Fuck that. We're going we're gonna to get weird and taking the five guys after. Yeah, five. Five. yeah, there I'll you go. I'll be too drunk to think about it any other place. Oh, I don't know if uh, that or counts. Right it's the, the MAC championship. That's I'm just like saying the, that there's something going on. Oh, there. college there's basketball? College football uh, MAC championship. Football. Like, no one will be there for that. No. Had four show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, Why would it be here? I don't know. Nice venue or, or something like that. Well, well, let's try to get people. I don't even know. Because, like, I've been telling people to buy tickets. And then, like. Then they bitch about the tickets, or I won't say upper bowl, and then I won't pay two sixty five or something like that. <laughs> it's like then these events won't come back. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, it is what it is. We're not exactly in a fighting hotspot of the world. We used to. I mean, Detroit used to be more of a staple of boxing than it is now. But but do, I mean, do you think they'll do the better fighters. in like Cleveland or like Charlotte? They have a show coming up in Charlotte. Cleveland, they'll probably kill it. They'll Cleveland. do better. Chicago will be they're usually pretty packed. Chicago, yeah. more people. Yeah. Although I so went to a United Center fight. fight that wasn't packed uh, when Rampage Jackson it was maybe half full or something like that. But it was freaking the middle of winter. And United and when, Center. And how so, long ago was that? 
four or five years ago. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And United Center, like, is so far out of Chicago, like, downtown Chicago, that, like, it's just uncomfortable to get there. Like, it's just in, in cold. It's a pain to get there. Yeah. And so... Darren fought there. Yeah, it's just... Uh, I would say it was half full. But, I mean, it's a nice venue. It's just not downtown Chicago. It's, like, kind of, like, on that first outskirt of it. And, um... You know, you got to figure out a way to get there and stuff. But man, I, that sucks that we live in a city like that. I mean, if if he was like super old and lame, you could take him to Henry Ford Village or something like that. You know, like I'm, what is like, that? <laughs> you don't know a Henry yeah. Ford Henry Village? Henry Ford Museum. You're not taking him there. Greenfield Village. <laughs> no, I've never been there. Oh, you have to know what it is, though. No, I don't. Never heard of it in my life. I grew up on the West Side. He's from the West Side. Yeah. You know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Of course. I grew up in Dearborn. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it is. What if, what if I told you the sh- the chair that Abraham Lincoln was shot in is in a museum? Would you go? Why? And why it's is it very there? haunted. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is it really haunted? Yeah. Or? You guys are into haunted shit, aren't you? Yeah. We like haunted just, shit. Man. Oh, no, don't it's boring. It's boring when you're a four-year-old. It's boring when you're an 80-year-old. 80, and everybody that comes into town what? always wants to go there. What? Yeah, Taylor Swift's going to be there August 28th. That's a year from now, so don't, why are you pointing out that? Taylor Swift? Because Felicity will be excited. Gotcha. Uh, mm, eh. why, why is it haunted? Why do you guys uh, like haunted they, stuff? There are actual houses from the, the colonial ages that they actually have there. And um, Marv used to work there, would tell us stories. Jimmy, of course, used to work there as well, told us stories about things they've seen and yeah fuck that all right so we're gonna go to our one and only break here i'm gonna write down the fight card um uh rochelle me mo and uh cody are gonna pick our picks and then we're next week we're gonna compare them and uh see see who does the best for the whole uh detroit card here uh we'll be back in five minutes we're listening to the undercard hand combat radio All right, the picks are in for uh, UFC 218 happening in Detroit. Uh, we still haven't figured out what the winner gets or what the uh, losers will pay for the winner to get. Loser, loser has to run around the whole studio naked. See, you, you do, yeah, that, uh, those are your kind of games. I so I mean, today. No. The, the reindeer no. games. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rochelle, you. I know you're going to do better than everybody because you you you. It's sometimes a person that has no idea who those people are that are just guessing that do better. So I just the I picked all the ones you did except one. Ooh. Why would you do that? Because she's got to beat you. The best probability of her winning. <laughs> damn it! Just beating you. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! That one fight for you. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Um. Yeah, we got to pick up uh, something good. Even if it's like money towards a gift certificate for like because you everybody yes. everybody has like you guys are in relationships. Mo, you're getting married. Shit, soon. Yes, we met your fiance. Fuck. We met her when she was girlfriend, man. Now they're fiance to the yeah, shit. Yeah, she. Yeah, I was getting married. Was she quiet? <laughs> I am. Oh, she yeah. was with Sydney. So some people didn't get invited. You know? <laughs> Wait, what? No, no wedding. Oh, Cody's <laughs> not invited. <laughs> no. It seems like Cody would be like party coordinator. 
No. Because I no wait, wait, first off. I, I no. see I see the relaxing. Like, it'd, be like, it'd be like twenty minutes before I'd be like, all right, so what are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> What's the plan, guys? <laughs> and then he shows up an hour late. I don't yeah, exactly. I don't need to like coordinate anything. That's no, because he, he could be one side just him pulling up his truck with like fishing poles and be like, Hey, we're gonna go fishing and we're gonna have relaxing or or it can be the total opposite spectrum, the uh Cody that partied in Tokyo. <laughs> you know, you never know which one you're gonna get. Well, hard. I think most Cody better be ready to party for the bachelor party. We're going to Nashville. That's what I'm talking about. Party we're going, coordinator. We're going to Nashville. Yeah. We're going to Nashville? Yes. They didn't tell you? No one told me. Cody, we're going to Nashville. <laughs> is, is, is he late, really invited? Late March. Is he really invited? To the bachelor party? Absolutely. The wedding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wedding. <laughs> the wedding, we're still debating. Yeah. Is he tall enough to be the ring bear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to See, be I didn't go there first. I don't want to be responsible for that. <laughs> I did not go there first. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be, be like, responsible uh, for the next. <laughs> shit. Where the hell is that? That'd be thing? the hardest job of the whole gig. Yeah. So, think about that. Like, I don't even know, know who's doing that. Wedding ring. I, 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 you, she planned everything. Normally it's yeah. like the best man. I told the best I'll man, be there. The best man has the rings, right? No. Normally? No, it's no, the there's a little kid a little that comes kid, up the aisle. Yeah. No, I mean, but but like the person oh, yeah, that holds really, the rings yeah. before, yeah, really, yeah. like the best man would hold yeah, the, the rings. Yeah, the kid has and, like plastic And he ones. gives the kid. Right. Mo, who's your best man? Oh, uh, my cousin Oz. Okay. Yeah, Oz, Oz, Oz and I have been. The twin. The twin is twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throw a ton of shit together. Anybody knows anything about me, it's him, so. Is he third groomsman? Fourth? Fifth? Last. Is he invited? Dead last. Told you he's not invited. Why do you guys have any questions? It's got to be a height. It's got to go by height. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't. Dave's pretty tall. can't be in the middle. Dave is 6'4". <laughs> Actually, Dave's six yeah. 6'4"? Uh, Dave is 6'3 or 6'4", yeah. No, he's not that big. Dave's like, yeah. What are you talking about? He didn't seem He's a big body dude, but I think he's like maybe 6'1", 6'2". Ta- I'm 6'0". I'm he's taller than me. What do you mean? I don't, I don't think Dave's, he's that tall. Oh, I don't know. I thought he was. Maybe I bet he's 6'1", 6'2". Dave is a, another good friend of mine. He actually used to fight uh, back in the day, uh, but he's a Oakland County sheriff, deputy in the sheriff's department. So he's done fighting, but Dave actually started me in MMA. I started training, and he like took me under his wing for a while before I found these jackasses. Right. So now we're here. But yeah, he, uh, he's third. Oh, and that's not bad. Yeah. That's a pretty messed up. So it's yeah, so it's going to be me. Oz, Dave, and then Cody. <laughs> I couldn't put you anywhere. Everyone, everyone is taller than like five ton. You know they make like shoes with like Except heels on them, a little ha- taller. Oh, I got so, like, you get, like, a couple inches stool. and stuff like that. that be like a funny. yeah, but everyone, like, a couple inches more. It make it'll be more noticeable if you were on a step stool. Yeah, that's true. What if I fell off? It'd be embarrassing. Not if you put like a flower arrangement directly in front of it to camouflage the stool. That is true, but you've been in a relationship long enough that like the, this marriage thing's probably not a big deal, Mo. No. She's just handling it all and doing it all. Yeah, yeah. I told her I'm going to show up. I don't, I don't know anything about it, so she obviously doesn't either. She's. Do you know the colors of the wedding? What, uh, what are the bridesmaids? Yeah, it's all uh, it's it's uh, sage green and like like the guys are going to have like gray suits with like sage green. That's pretty pimp. Yeah, I don't know what sage green. That's not a word for me. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what sage green looks like. Honestly, it could be it's light, actually, could be dark. But. No, it's not. It's um like like a light olive green. I don't even know what that looks like. Okay, so like the He's the, got li- six different the lightest on. green on his shirt 
it's a little lighter than that. Lighter than that. Oh, so it's actually it's a light green. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Light green. Cool. So it's a like, cool color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now like your fiance green. knows. Very classy color. You have some fighters in your your group. Oh yeah. There, it's a good yeah. chance that Cody might have a black eye. Someone might have a black eye in your wedding pictures, and not you, because you're going to plan around It'll it. I'm sure. Just give it character. But there's a good chance that somebody's going to have some. It won't be me. Very well. It'll most be. likely be him. <laughs> <laughs> true, um, true story. My fight October seventh. I was the best man in a wedding, and I did, I couldn't go. Oh yeah, it's messed up. But I mean, no, they wait, understood, so, right? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They we, understood. We yeah. know some people that you know the wedding is just you know it's end all or be all. It's like the biggest thing in their life. He yeah. was like, yeah, dude. He's like, oh, I don't really care. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't mad about it. That's awesome. So, uh, any uh, pre-drinking, any uh, fun fun plans before UFC? You're going to be there too, Mo. Oh yes, yes, cool. we'll be there. You should meet up beforehand. Yeah, yeah. start yeah. five at five or I don't know. Pre-drink and discuss our picks, and then I'm probably gonna harass the person that's. I don't know. Pre-drink before. What time does it start? Probably five, right? Like five for the prelim. Minna Bobby Cooper's fight with start at five. No, she's, she's now third her, in. You can make so. a whole day thing. Now she's fourth in. Well, we actually. probably still have to get there at five. Though she's a, uh, the last she going on the main card. No, she's the last of the fight pass. Yeah, early four on them. That's a lot on the fight pass. Yeah, four on five. It's only two or three. Dude, it's just you know, and then sometimes like when the 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 shit gets done early and Something. you're waiting for the main card. And if you want to see my last fights on fight pass, it is it actually. Is it. It's pretty cool. That actually turned out that pretty well. Sweet. The production. I don't know how yeah. WXC landed that. Yeah, that was a pretty cool gig. I don't know. So, it was but, exciting. Because, I mean, do you think... Those were our ring girls in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How yeah, do you... Th- okay, so, I mean, this is, a, this is a business question. How do you think that transaction went down? Do you think that WXC sold that content to UFC Fight Pass? Or do you think it was like they just gave UFC Fight Pass... That material, just to have it promoted on UFC Fight Pass. Okay, so like I, I, like, I have three you, choices, right? UFC paid them. That oh. would be my third choice. All right, they gave the content. UFC is using it because it helps their network. That's my second choice. My first choice might be that they might have paid to be on UFC. I don't know. Speculation. I really. Really that, I mean, I literally, I was, I was, I was literally thinking about that when I saw it was going to be on USC. Or, or it would be one they they gave it to them, and they get to use it. And then two would be they paid for. It. Three would be UFC paid for them to have it on there. You know, I mean, it, it benefits UFC. The more the more you have, the more content, the more right. users. Shit, and dude, then, I'm a huge baseball fan more than boxing and, and MMA. And, and like, I just started watching Japanese baseball. Like, I just I'm obsessed with it. Whatever I can get. So, like, I mean, they probably have fans that literally will watch, thinking they're scouts. Going, this is the next guy. You're a baseball fan. Love baseball. Huge. Mo, Mo, Mel, you know, Mo's the next guy out of Michigan. I just saw him on W. They probably like. There's probably people out there that watch that much. I just it. got fight pass. There are guys that are for the crazy first time <laughs> right after my fight. <laughs> Never had fight pass before that. It was pretty. It's yeah, pretty exactly. Cool. There you go, right g- there. Uh, yeah, you I know. bought it and you're paying for yeah, it. Every now month. I'm paying for it. I'm going to keep it. There's a lot of good shit on there. That's how they. It. That's how they get. Right. You know these up and, up and coming guys. Mm-hmm. Up yeah. and coming guys. They put you on UFC fight pass because all your local fans are buying UFC fight pass to watch your fight. Right. That's how they get the money. And then no one cancels that shit. 
Right. Because my, my fiance is from Grand Rapids, so I always have a big group of people from Grand Rapids come out, and they couldn't make it this fight. They're all fight pass. They're like, oh, there's a lot of cool stuff on and here. And they I'm won't like, cancel yeah, it. Not, mm-hmm. No. Now they have fight pass. Even if they intend on canceling it, you, have you ever tried to cancel anything, like magazine subscriptions or something? You don't. They just keep charging it. Yeah. yeah like, so, like, you're, yeah. you're hooked. You don't even know. It's freaking $9. You don't even right. think about that. Exactly. It gets in, in the bill, and you're like, at the end of the month, you're like, oh, dang. I they should cancel it, but I'm going to keep it for again. the month because I already oh, paid they, for it. Shit, they got then, me again. Yeah. Got me again. Well, I could have given them a million of them free just because I kept getting them on my 7-Eleven cups. Right. What? A uh, free trial for Fight Pass. Yeah, they were. They had these. Yeah, but uh, they get your credit card. Yeah, they get your credit mm-hmm. card. And they, they have to put they it bill in. You, yeah. They bill you later. Oh, but it was – that's what it was, was though, was that. But your friends at KOP, price. they got to fight before uh, the holidays are done. You going to be there partying it up? I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be partying. Hopefully, I'll get signed to a fight here soon. Yeah. I'm sick of partying. I don't want to fight. I'm sick of being fat. I don't want to get ready for a fight again. Huh? Well, you get, you win in more lasagna. That's and then bring Mo next time. I'll start the whole. Hey, Mo? Yeah, there, yeah, there's no. Yeah, Mo, you can have that lasagna. It's just ground beef. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah. yeah. You're in. Last time, last time, last time I was here, they were eating pizza. I ate a lot of that lasagna. It was, <laughs> it was a Tuesday before my Connor Cuppy fight, right? Yeah. And yeah, that was at the other studio. And I walk in, and like somebody's like, "You want pizza?" And I was just like, "My bad." Oh, no. you were just like, "We told that story. We've told that story before." Yeah, I was, like, I was an asshole. Cool story. Fuck, I was like, "No, you know, I'm kind of weird, right?" <laughs> no, and it was like the smelliest good oh, pizza my God. ever. It was to, like, it smelled there. delicious. Oh, we could get pizza from that Giordano. It was probably a little Caesar's or something, but it smelled so good. Yeah, we could do that. Well, in the meantime, before we cut loose here, we'll figure out what the wagers are going to be. I'm going to post the picks on Facebook, facebook.com backslash radio undercard. Did anyone pick against ABC? Let's see if ABC... I don't think so. Did anyone... <laughs> Is she watching? That depends. Don't say anything. No, no, no. Uh, Everyone picked ABC. Uh, yeah. Everyone picked ABC. Her her opponent's been talking. What? God, dude. I'm not, crazy I'm not shit about I'm not a hater. Her. I want to see people from Michigan do good. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right? Even if I don't think they're going to do good, I hope they do good. No, I think ABC. You know, I, I think she'll win. I was, I was, I've never watched her fight, if I'm being honest, but I think she's going to win. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, dude, you, you don't know anything from watching Scorpion something. Scorpion Fighting Systems has the best girls team in Michigan. Oh, that's he. Does that feel good? It's almost like the Grinch's heart <laughs> getting know, a little you know bit bigger. He's, he's not being videotaped right now. That's a damn liar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they 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 have the best girls team. Well, see his heart. His heart. But that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all the guys in the no. Team we all girls. we all picked ABC. So uh, the main event uh, we're split. Uh, so we'll post them all up, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do. And then, um, I don't know, we'll touch base this week and maybe grab some pre-food before that. No, it's probably 5 o'clock start. I'd say it's 5, right? Uh, yeah, probably 5. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right, everybody. I want to thank Mo for coming in and discussing uh, your fight, buddy. It was awesome. And your Best wedding of luck. Plans. Yeah, yeah, now, now they're you. out there. May, she's a good girl, though. She May seems 18th. really nice. She's all right. She's crazy. You know, and then they're uh, all crazy, buddy. <laughs> so, so Cody, you're third. So, if the two people ahead of you can't fulfill their duties, you're number one. Nope. No. <laughs> Just <gonna laughs> skip four over to two. I'm gonna lose everything. All right. And if you do no, go to, me, your... I'm pretty sure Oz. I mean, Oz, his his best man is gonna be Johnny on the spot with everything right he's probably already got everything he's got an itinerary laid out for, for yeah. March he's, I'm he's, sure he does he's, he's really good it's not his first he's, rodeo he yeah, was the best man good. for Dave's wedding too yeah. 
Oh, this is what I was going to talk about before we cut loose. Uh, Cody, you know what you got to work on it as you become more famous in UFC. Uh, somebody said this, and this makes sense. You got to learn how to take selfies for people on their phones. So when they ask for a picture, you, you, it's not time consuming. You become a pro at it and go, no, I got it. You do it. And then you hand them back their phone. Somebody says, A, it cuts down on time because they're always like not doing it right. And B, you're in control of the situation. So look, a little bit of advice there. Yeah. And be plus they'll be like, oh my God, like he touched my phone. Yeah. No, but you got to – Take their phone. But I was going to say put it down the <laughs> pants and just give it back to them. Take a picture on my phone. Just like put it in my pants and hand it back. But it made sense because like then you control the situation. You get the one shot. You get in and out and it's not the person going, all right, another one, another one. And I'm, it's true. Every, well, every once in a while when I see something good, I'm like, I'm going to give you a little tip. So I, like, I don't take too many selfies, but I'm going to start practicing right now. You're going to be busy. To, a little LCA. People will stop you. Because you know you're going to get the fans that don't go to the local shows that have not met you that know you. Actually, that's probably who's bought the tickets and these people that we see at these local shows aren't going to these shows. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I hope everybody goes. Everybody should go. All right. Support, support MMA. All right. Thank you so much, Cody. Rochelle, yeah. for working the board. Mo, take care. Thank Bye. you for having me.